Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Davina Shemsky, and you're listening to Live Without Limits, Dreams Come True with the Right Mindset. And we're coming to you from the Blog Talk Radio Network. Today's presentation is 10 powerful ways that you can start to overcome self-doubt. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will, said Susie Kasim, do you ever feel highly motivated and set some goals in that moment? But before you start working towards them or even halfway towards them, you start hearing a lot of what ifs. What if I fail? What if I just don't know how to deal with it? What if I get scared? What if I lose my train of thought? What if? What if? Do you start questioning your ability to reevaluate what you think you are truly capable of achieving? That is called self-doubt. Self-doubt can feel like an overwhelming, debilitating, and intense feeling of uncertainty. In some cases, It can hinder you from trying things that you would have otherwise pursued. It means that you may not choose to go become a doctor if you feel that's your calling, or you may not become a lawyer, or you just may not go into anything with sales because you just don't believe you can do it. The idea is we don't know what we can do until we try it. We all have moments where we doubt ourselves, but how we deal with it and with self-doubt is very important. We have the power to shun or shut down the doubt, but we are also capable of nurturing and letting it blossom. When not addressed, self-doubt can result in procrastination, imposter syndrome, depression, anxiety, low self-esteem. Today we are going to look at a few ways that you can start to overcome self-doubt and move forward with more self-confidence. And before I really get into this, I really want to talk a little bit about some of the self-help modalities that came out of the 20th century. I mean, it really started with Freud and Carl Jung, but it it really grew astronomically in the 60s when college students started looking more at, if you remember the, the era when the Vietnam War era, 
and the music that came out of that era and the books and the modalities, people were beginning to realize that you were coming out of the 50s where it was the very, very conservative era. And people started becoming a little bit more liberal in their outlooks on things. But what came out of that was the modalities like uh, neuro-linguistic programming, psychodrama, transaction analysis, what we hear about in the laws of attraction today are really a combination of all those old modalities and it's just repackaging them. So 10 ways to overcome self-doubt, daily affirmations. And this comes right out of the laws of attraction. Starting your day by reading out daily motivations to yourself as a great way to get yourself going. It gives you the self-encouragement that you need and helps you to start your day on a more positive and confident note. Sticking positive affirmations on your mirror is a great way to remind yourself to read them as you get ready in the morning. And what I'd like to do Let's kind of go over a few types of things that you can say to yourself that can truly help you begin to turn things around. I don't let things bother me. I navigate challenges with ease. I have a balanced perspective on life. I feel grateful and blessed. I will not let fear run my life. Nothing can destroy my hope. I am not tense about anything. I can have lasting peace and tranquility in my life. I embrace the power of acceptance, and I am free of fears and worries. Now, here are some others to think about. I always attract the best opportunities. I am always in the right place at the right time. I have plenty of small wins every day. I will achieve my greatest dreams. I am capable of making positive changes. I am good at taking advantage of opportunities when they arise. I am blessed. I am grateful for it all. Now, you've heard these things and you're looking at them and think about how you can take it all and really look at it. Take it in and, and, and really embrace it. Once you do that, then that can really help you begin to change your mindset. Compa- avoid comparison. Theodore Roosevelt said, Comparison is the thief of joy, and I could not agree with this statement more than I already do. As we compare ourselves to others, we start noticing how much better than us everyone else is. This results in us feeling terrible and more in doubt about ourselves. Avoid comparison and appreciate 
where you are and what you have. One thing that I have found is, and I remember this comes from personal experience in the home that I came from, that my mother came from a home where there was a lot of negativity and emotional and verbal abuse. My father came from a home that where there was a lot of physical abuse. So what happened? When they got together, there was a lot of negativity already going on in that household. And my mother, coming from the home that she came from, never talked to her children and, and gave them encouragement, especially when you have two children with disabilities, especially when one is deaf and the other one has a physical disability, they need the encouragement to succeed. And if you're going to be negative or you're going to compare them to someone, then what happens? Eventually they buy into it. And I can remember that as a child, I had low self-esteem because I was this was the environment that I grew up in, plus it was also the kind of environment where society did not acknowledge or accept that the disability community existed, and they ignored it. And today, if you go into, if you walk into the classroom crying and upset, it's going to automatically, the teacher's going to come to you, ask you what happened, and it's going to be sent to a social worker. But back when I was a child and I walked in the classroom, it was, I remember I had a friend that said, who hit you? I'll go hit him for you. And I, I, what I said was my father, and nothing was ever done about it. So back, back in the, the 60s, the child abuse and, and physical abuse and verbal and emotional abuse was never acknowledged as even existing. So that what happens, you have a whole generation that, have, that are people that have a lot of stuff down. And what are they doing when they are getting married and having children of their own? They're passing all of those things on to their children. Look at your past achievements. When you feel like you cannot achieve anything, always look back and reflect on your past achievements. Those achievements serve as a proof that you can achieve anything that you put your mind to. That success boosts your self-confidence and reduces self-doubt. Remember how you conquered certain things that seemed impossible in the past and remind yourself that you can do it again. And from my personal experience, this is what happened. That it all, many a times it depends on your personality and how you deal with stuff. Because you've got the outgoing personalities, which is the D and the I, and then you have the introvert personalities, the D and the C, and the, or rather the, the, the C and the S. Now, the dominant personality believes they can control everything. The interpersonal personality is someone that has very good skills at interacting with people. They can go and talk to anyone, even a stranger. The steadiness personality is someone that 
when they work for a company, they will read the company booklet from from page one to the end, and they will literally follow it. Then you got the state personality that literally questions everything. Now, we have all of these personalities within us. Some are very outgoing. And the idea is that some of our strengths, some of our, our weaknesses, but understanding where you come from and understanding how to adapt your behavior really helps you deal with a lot of things. And it can also help you to begin to believe in yourself and your ability to succeed. Because I can remember constantly being told, you can't live on your own. You can't think for yourself. You're going to fail. You're going to, you know. And when someone told me this, I took it as a challenge, mainly because I had a very outgoing personality, and those were my strengths. And had I not have been, I would be like my sister is today because she she, she just had turned 73 and she will sleep away the day. And it's just so sad to see. Be kind to yourself, no matter how big or important the goal set in front of you is. Remember to be kind to yourself. You are human and sometimes you make mistakes. So don't beat yourself up about those mistakes. Rather, look at them as valuable life lessons. Now, everything in life is a life lesson, and recognizing that and accepting it and dealing with it is the best way for you to overcome many of these shortcomings, because remember, we all have certain shortcomings. None of us are perfect. None of us are meant to do exactly the same thing. What one person succeeds at, another person will fail at. But remember, you are unique, and you have unique abilities that make you special at something. So don't, don't be hard on yourself. If, some, if you don't succeed at, at something, because that may not be where you belong. So get to the root. Just like with all problems, the best way to deal with them is from the root. Spend some time digging up your past so that you can figure out when and why you started to have self-doubt. Sometimes you might need the help of a therapist. Actually, understand this. You might realize that your self-doubt stems from the fact that you were raised by a narcissistic parent who made sure that you never feel like you are enough, not because you have never accomplished your goals, but because they have personal issues themselves. And when they, it makes them feel so important by putting the next person down. Why? Because this gives them power because otherwise they have no power. And that power 
is what they try to use to control you, to get you to do what they want you to do. I mean, in fact, it's two prominent people in the news constantly that are very narcissistic, and you'll see both of them start criticizing everyone else and blaming them because nothing goes the way they want it to. Less social media. Social media has earned itself a top spot in contemporary society. To most, it is the first thing in the, that they check in in the morning and the last thing that they look at before going to bed. We get so consumed by social media that we sometimes start to believe that it's real. But we forget that social media is a banner where some people only show us what they want us to know about themselves. And usually it's the best part of their lives because we are constantly seeing their successes we end up feeling like we aren't doing enough. Limiting social media allows us to stay in the present and clear our heads without being distracted. One thing that I have found is that social media is not used right by many people because they literally don't understand how to use it. And they literally are using it to tell you every little intimate thing about themselves that, and when they're traveling and when they're doing things, well, remember this, you have people that go on there that are criminals and they look for this information so they know whose home they can go to because they're not going to be there. So you really need to learn how to use social media in a way that will truly benefit you because if you don't know how to use it then what's going to happen is that you're going to be using it poorly and when you use it poorly then what's going on you really don't know what's going to happen or who's going to follow you or who's the stalker and i don't mean to be negative but problem is that these things are going on one way or another. Keep a journal. Keeping a journal means that you will occasionally put your thoughts on paper. As you do so, you get new insights and are able to view the situation from a different perspective. Sometimes reading your thoughts out loud will help you realize that they are unjustified and in some cases irrational. A journal will also help you observe and keep track of your behavior, allowing you to detect any patterns or events that might trigger yourself down. Journaling is just another modality that's known as part of the laws of attraction because it's a good way by keeping a journal to see your progress over time 
whether it's five years down the road or 10 years down the road, that you can see how effortless it would take you to reach your goals. Because, you know, sometimes you can think, oh, in 10 years, I want to be in, and it can, I want to be, have my own business, or I want to have this kind of home. Well, and then you forget that, that you're thinking about it in 10 years' time, and you're expecting it to happen right now. Well, if you look at your journal and see the progress you've made over time, then it doesn't feel as daunting as it might feel. Talk to someone. Self-doubt is an internal experience. It happens within you and others around you. Cannot really see it unless you talk to them. Talk to your trusted friends about how you feel and let them give you their opinions. This will help you understand the situation and yourself from a different perspective. Moreover, if your friends are anything like mine, they will remind you of how awesome you are and give you the boost that you need of the past. How many times have you found yourself stuck in an embarrassing encounter or failure that happened years ago. We hold on to such memories and whatever we think about them, we doubt ourselves and lose motivation. You need to master the art of letting go of the past and forgive yourself. Remember, that your past experiences don't own or define you and your present and your future do. So don't fear failure. If you're afraid of failure, you will likely end up not trying anything as that is the safest option to ensure that you never experience failure. Well, the truth is that failure is a part of life and helps us learn and grow. When in doubt, remind yourself that you have to try. And if you fail, you will get up and try again. Failure is just a learning process. And everyone fails at one time or another. But if you keep going, you will always find the solution. Here is the next step to overcoming self-doubt. Now that you've heard all of this information, you know exactly what you need to do to overcome self-doubt. The challenging part is that most people applying the knowledge they would have acquired and I'm also one of them. Take one day at a time and be kind to yourself. If you try these techniques and fail today, then okay, tomorrow you'll try again. At some point, we all have to deal with self-doubt. It is our responsibility to keep it under control and make sure that it does not escalate to something more destructive and crippling. 
Surround yourself with supportive people who will help you get up when you're down and keep you motivated because the friends you have is what will help you motivate yourself even more. And remember that when it comes to self-doubt, you, it comes from inside you that what you've done is you're internalizing what people have told you and you've bought into it. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. And this, I'm, and it really comes from, it comes from a book that's called People Live. And in there, there's a, and the story is called The Fuzzy Tale. Now, you can find the, the whole story online. And it's very, it's something that I can remember having heard about when I was in college. And we had a professor that was, happened to have gone in for surgery. And I had come across this story and had the sheet of it and, and took it with me and gave it to the, the, the professor. But the story was that, about a mother and a father and a son and a daughter, and how they would go and give out warm fuzzies as though there was no tomorrow. And then a witch came along, and the witch was so jealous over what the family was doing that she went to them and she told them, if you keep giving out the warm fuzzies, then, then they will run out. So they stopped giving them out and eventually start giving out fuzzies and cold pricklies. And then what happens? The tail starts to shrivel up and die. Remember, that's where your self-doubt comes from. And eventually a hip woman comes along and she sees this family and, and she sees what's happening. And she goes to them and she tells them, that it's okay to give out warm fuzzies. They will never run out. So what happens? The family starts giving out warm fuzzies again, and all of a sudden the town starts to thrive and grow. So remember, when you're comparing yourself to someone else, remember, their strengths are very different than yours. You are the only one that can control yourself, and your capabilities and your achievements. And only when you succeed does everyone else succeed. So it's up to you to decide how you are going to achieve your your role in life and how you're going to make it all work for yourself. Because you know what? Only you controls where you are today and where you're going to be tomorrow. And the fact of the matter is that only you can decide where you're going to be and how successful you're going to be. And don't let anyone else tell you that you can't succeed. Because you know what? You can achieve whatever you put your mind to with Ever you accept it and believe in it and choose it. So 
take control over your life and don't let anyone else control it for you. And that I think that that's the one thing is, especially if you have a parent that's afraid of being left alone, then they will really use your insecurities to control you. And therefore, what does that mean? That means you're the one that has to decide how you are going to back control. And only you can decide what you're truly capable of. And remember this, when one of the things about goal setting is that, yes, there's a little bit of a fear there, but Here's the thing. When you learn that you have more control over your life, then you can succeed. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one, personalcareercoach.com, and you can sign up for personal or one-on-one coaching or group coaching. And you can also go to my membership site, com and take some courses.